It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes, it's Superhero Slate. Hello everyone and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week, we're preparing to end Marvel's Phase 4 with the release of Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Mike. Shutting that book, putting it on the shelf. Uh, we are, um, we were talking for the show, we are so, we are so hyped, we can't even see straight mm-hmm. for this, so um, we're gonna, we're gonna keep that focus. Uh, Stargirl is ending on the CW with Season 3. Um, yes. If anybody was watching this show, I would just be curious to know. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I know people were watching it, but yeah. Yeah. nobody uh, really talks about those CW shows anymore, do they? No. Well, uh, we'll talk a little bit. There's some news came to It's not in the notes, but we'll talk about it when we get to this. I, I got something for you here. Uh, the Sandman is confirmed for more episodes for mm-hmm. those waiting in the wings, watching. Uh, a, uh, a sleeper hit, if you will, for Netflix. Uh, I don't think it was a sleeper hit. I think it was, a, I think it was, I think it was hit day one, Mike. But I like where you're going. <laughs> with this they're they're counting the grains of sand waiting to get a renewal for season two but mm. uh and more but also i just want to say if you were listening to the show and the intro cut off abruptly that was my fault we record that live mike doesn't get to hear it but um we uh the program updated and it doesn't do my transition anymore and boom it was abrupt so sorry for that i'm not gonna go back <laughs> and fix it you got you're gonna have well, to you're gonna have to put up with it for today yeah Sorry, we uh, we had to fire half of our engineers mm-hmm. due to a new CEO coming in. So yep. if talking about weekly news doesn't date the podcast enough, uh, <laughs> well, so what we're gonna I hope you, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed tw- I hope you enjoyed Twitter while it was around. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, um, yeah, we we've made it today. Today is four hundred episodes, Mike. We actually don't have a real good way to celebrate this, but um, we we have, this is our four hundredth episode of doing this, and um, yeah. Well, we've not like done it big... every weekend. We we have tried our hardest for the past eight to nine years to do this every week if we could. Yeah, I feel like the big round number episodes that we could theoretically celebrate, usually I feel like they land on kind of um, midweek cycles, right? You mm-hmm. know, wouldn't it be cool if our fourth, 400th episode was talking about like Wakanda forever? Like, Reviewing no, we got to wait, County, wait yeah. another week for a uh, week for that. So, but we promise we always have good news for you each week. Yeah. Great banter. Did you listen last week to episode 399? We learned Chris didn't know how to swim. Oh my God. Uh, I can't tell uh, you the was... messages I got <laughs> on Monday morning. Uh, that was a revelation. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, it was at the end, but now it's at the beginning of this episode. So thank you guys for, for doing yeah, this. So that's how we know if you listen all mm-hmm. the way to the end. Yeah, if you didn't know, if you're always tuning out one second mm-hmm. before the podcast ends, we're always re- revealing a deep dark secret that's right. at the very, very end. Yeah, I know there'll be a doozy at the end of this one. Uh-huh. I'll I'll try to think of something. Yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> to you, you gotta, it's your turn. you got to come up with something for this one. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I know. I'll see what I can do. That's right. That's right. But, yes, we are literally, uh, like uh, Mike said, the week before uh, a huge movie release, huge movie release. But we were able to catch up with the movie that released this week. Um, oh, my gosh. This uh, movie. Uh, uh, on a Roku, a Roku original <laughs> on the Roku thing, uh, produced by Funny or Die, uh, which mm-hmm. is even even better because that you know knowing that started as like a YouTube channel right years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and this, so this was produced by Funny or Die, released on Roku original, um, and um, 
we we were able to, and that's called Weird: The Al Yankovic Story. And yes. for for those who don't know Weird Al, as he's known throughout the world, uh, he is a musician that parodies other songs. And oh. this is not his first movie, Mike. This is his second movie. If you if you knew this, yes, uh, his other film uh, UHF, yes. I believe. Um, and it's more different. of a it's more of a sketch show. Like he he, he yeah. is the new manager at a UHF. Uh, local tv station and some more sketches but he has some songs that he did for that movie right that he turns the yeah. songs in, into parodies so definitely a different film uh categorically uh weird and al yankovic story or the al yankovic story is just wall-to-wall farce and parody from beginning mm-hmm. to end i didn't know this until we finished watching it and i kind of looked up the wikipedia page to get some more info on the movie this whole film is based off a funnier die sketch yeah. from like nine years ago that i didn't know where aaron paul starred as weird al and it was just like oh what if there was like a uh, a rough and ready biopic about the story of Weird Al. Like, you know, what if this totally hilarious, funny kind of like straight edge guy had like a deep seated past? And I was shocked how much they actually took from that fake trailer nine years ago and incorporated into this movie. Like, not just like a couple ideas, but like big, like moment, like set pieces are kind of taken from that trailer and put in this movie. So I actually kind of liked watching it in that order because. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I guess you could have been like that Leo DiCaprio uh, meme pointing from the couch if you watched yeah. the uh, the trailer first. But it went the other way around for me. But yeah, it was fun. You'll see Aaron Paul in the credits gets like a special thanks, and we we're like, yeah. why is Aaron Paul? I didn't see him. He wasn't one of the cameos. Oh, in this dude, movie, there, right? There was there was <laughs> there were more cameos than you could shake a stick at. Uh, and, yeah, and, and <laughs> the reason why is Roku actually it was originally supposed to be filmed in Shocker, Atlanta. Uh, but surprisingly, Roku gave them the ability to film in Los Angeles, which is why they were able to secure so mm-hmm. many of these cameos. Because, I mean, like, I'm sure Weird Al is, like, very, very connected. And also the people that created this movie uh, are connected. And they probably just like, hey, can you just, like, drive, like, 20 minutes to the other side yeah. of town? We're filming, like, this pool scene or something like that. But Oh, yeah. A long-winded way to say I I loved this movie. We had a couple friends over. We all sat on the couch, uh, tuned into the the Roku channel, I suppose. And you can watch this if you don't have a Roku stick or a Roku TV. There's like a I think a web link out there somewhere that will just take you to like a Roku website so, where you can watch it. Someone asked uh, Weird Al on Twitter, "What? Uh, hey, I live in Australia. Where can I watch this?" And he's like, "Hey." Don't worry, um, you know Roku's working work, you know, on reading there. If you have a VPN, uh, you can uh, you can probably find a torrent in in capitalers of information on how to watch this movie. And I'm like, yeah, he's telling he people. Like, he's like, yeah, he's like, get just pirate it. I don't. I don't yeah, care. because he's like, he's like incredibly successful. He doesn't really care. I'm sure he wants the movie to do good, obviously. But like, all things considered, Weird Al is like set for an eternity. So uh, he's just doing this as. Uh, as a pleasure project i didn't know also the trailer that funnier die made nine years ago he was playing in front of his live shows just for the hell of it mm-hmm. so uh yeah it's I, I love this movie we had a great time we were laughing from beginning to end i thought they actually had a little bit of an uphill battle to fight in a way of a kind of music um music biography movies right because yeah. i think the funniest one before this was walk hard uh, the dewey cox story well, i would say uh, and, well i would say leaning on some of the the characters in here who are from the lonely island i would say never stop never stopping 
Oh yeah, I haven't seen that. That, one that would actually yeah. probably be on par with this one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I just had a, a great time. Wall to wall laughs, hilarious. They call the accordion the devil's squeeze box, mm-hmm. which is just. I mean, there's so many like quotable lines. It's it's hilarious. Oh yeah. There's like it's it's so funny. I couldn't speak more highly of how much. Just, I love this movie. Just, just for uh, to me, this movie reminds me of the scene in Dumb and Dumber where Lloyd is zoned out and imagining himself sweeping, you know, Mary off her feet and like fighting the people in the restaurant. <laughs> because like he is he in this Weird Al is the hero of the story, um, mm-hmm. and and no matter what you think, whether it's Pablo Escobar's drug cartel or <laughs> you know. Um, anything else you want to throw at him he he is he is the hero of the story and overcomes everything uh, no matter even if you don't know the history and it's funny it, it, it's played in parody you have a very very ripped daniel radcliffe playing weird al right he does mm-hmm. a great job I, to me I, I it takes me out when i see someone else sing like it's obviously weird al singing the songs over daniel radcliffe lip syncing them mm-hmm. it takes me out a little bit but it's fine i, I think Knowing what this movie is, it's not a serious movie, and they don't want you to take it um, serious. I, it's 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 hilarious throughout the whole thing. I mean, a, a bit of a, a surprise to me, the only real ding I have on this film is the uh, technological way in which we watched it, because since it's a Roku original, this movie was like literally edited with commercial breaks in mind, because there was a couple slots of... like. Uh, ad breaks for this movie were like ads like weren't programmed into it so it would kind of cut to black for a second and then it would go back into the movie so it's not too distracting when that happens but then all of a sudden you will get an ad that's programmed for a slot in the movie and then you just kind of like have to like take a break and we were having Mm -hmm. such a good time it like totally killed the vibe and the momentum in the room where all of a sudden we have to watch like a prescription drug commercial before we get back into the film so I mean take Weird Al's advice right if you're in Australia torrent the movie and download it I'd love to rewatch this movie again with no commercials i mean i'll Mm. I'll gladly purchase the movie anyway i have to Mm. to avoid the commercials but yeah uh, yeah that was the biggest issue that i had with the movie was that problem and i think you know we talked about this last night because you know this isn't anything spoiler free that we get anything that we're we're saying you're doing a a review episode for but i think to me knowing growing up with weird al i think i wish i would have had more songs um they they played a very limited number of songs they're not bad songs again they're they're the ones people everybody knows them for i just wish there would have been more of like hey he's he's doing all these albums here's some more of his songs but they played it probably has to do with like licensing rights with the the studios but yeah they hit the they hit the really big ones for the most part the ones that really made weird al who he is for sure yeah um But I, I and think I would say that would be my complaint because I just want, I, I'm having so much fun. I want to hear more of his music. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, my my wife was the same way. They do actually a really funny joke at the end where my wife is waiting for one specific song. It's kind of like her Weird Al song that she loves a lot. And then because the whole movie Weird Al is having these epiphanies of oh, I'm coming up with lyrics on the spot for this movie. So at the very, very end, there's kind of like one iconic song of his that's intentionally left out, and they're putting all of these things around him in a room of just like, hey, here's an idea right in front of you, and like he just doesn't get it. So I thought yeah. that joke was really, really and, funny as well. And then they tried to make, he tried to do it, and then they're like, hey, we're not talking about that anymore. And you're like, yeah, oh, okay. read the room, man. It was so funny. Yeah, it's uh, pretty good. Yeah, but this is just kind of like one of those like like comedies where it just works so well for me. Like I can't even really review it. All I would do yeah. is just sit here and just like 
name parts of the movie that like made me laugh. So I just say like go watch this like zero barrier to entry. Uh, go check it out. I I would say though it wouldn't pass the mother-in-law test. And to me, the mother-in-law test is like if you're if you have family members that aren't maybe quite as like weird or quirky as you, like the kind of I I don't want to call this like meta humor necessarily, but the, this type of humor is like really specific. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe you have more of like a straight edge relative out there, and you mm. show them this, and they're like not laughing. I, like it's probably just because their personality just does not jive with it. Even though the whole theme of the movie is about being weird, you know. Right, and none of it's real. Uh, just so anyone, this isn't like you said, this is not a biographical film. So don't. My wife was like, "Was that is that true?" I'm like, "No, no, no, no don't no, listen." Don't nope. listen to Chris. Every single word in this movie is absolutely true. Shut up, um, shut up Mike. Um, <laughs> but um, one of the, one of the great th- I, I to me I also would say this is akin to like a MacGruber, right? Like I, I oh yeah. I mean I was like this is definitely feels like a MacGruber where everybody's in on it. Everybody knows mm-hmm. what's happening in this movie, and, and is playing for that. So a hundred percent agree. I mean it's even better. It's on Roku, which is like free, right? Like if you have a Roku stick, you can just watch this. Like no. Yeah, they pro- no they programmed the hell out of my Roku home screen man like not only was like daniel radcliffe my background screen there was like a special like sidebar navigation button that got me right into the movie and there's banners all over the place so it was kind of like fun it was like i got to celebrate weird Al all weekend mm-hmm. i went yeah. and listened to some of his music on spotify mm-hmm. over the weekend it's great I, what a we- what a weird weekend I, I i played some for you on, on a millennium falcon speaker um, oh yeah that's as right well, <laughs> and, and sent, sent mike the video so um, yeah, so so weird. Uh, the the alien quick story now out on Roku devices everywhere. Uh, we highly recommend you go check it out. Uh, what it looks like you you dove into some some Disney Plus past here, Mike. Um, have have you watched a Goofy movie lately? Yeah, so a Goofy movie. Uh, I was reminded recently of a scene from a Goofy movie, which I have seen when they go to the uh, possum kind of theme park, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I was telling my wife about it, and she kind of gave me like this look, like, "Oh, I don't remember that part of the movie." I was like, "Oh no, no, you remember." So I pulled it up on YouTube. That scene, we watched it, we laughed, and I looked over at her, and she's just like, "I have not seen the Goofy movie apparently," and I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. So of course we run right over to Disney Plus, throw it on, and we all had a great time. Uh, Goofy movie is amazing. It's been having a bit of a resurgence due to some of the Powerline songs I'm seeing get a lot it, of play on social media. Did, did it just hit a? Um, uh, I, I guess an anniversary. They, yeah, there's a there was an anniversary recently. I think it was, uh, and there's another one coming up soon. So it is mm-hmm. kind of in that anniversary mode. So people are looking back on it as well. And the great thing about a Goofy movie, since it's been so long since I've seen it. I've said this before on the podcast, but when I was younger, when I was a kid, I hated music in my movies, like especially musical numbers. Like I was just the type of kid that just wanted to get onto the plot. I wanted to see the action. I wanted to see the jokes and stuff like that. I just didn't care about songs. But as I've gotten older and more mature, like I love the songs more than anything mm-hmm. now. And I forgot that this movie has like musical numbers in it that are great, not just the Powerline songs. So I loved uh, revisiting those as well. So- and then went on Spotify again and slapped some of those goofy movie songs on some of my playlists. So yeah, this is just a PSA to go show the people you love a goofy movie. (laughs) There, there there are two, two moments uh, in this that that resonate with me weekly. Um, One is always the leaning tower of Chisa. uh, Yes. Obviously played by uh, Polly Shore, uh, one of his friends Mm -hmm. um, where he's literally using 
spray cheese to make a leaning tower mm-hmm. of cheese. Then also when the uh, Bigfoot is doing his jam and he's got his finger going back and forth, it's like he's jiving oh, yeah. his finger. <laughs> My wife was like, how do you how do you know all this? You've never seen it. I'm like, I used to watch this movie a lot when I was younger. I know exactly how to do the uh, yeah. the, the, <laughs> the finger move of this. So Yeah. To, to me, I mean, there's so many just iconic moments seared in my head speaking of the bigfoot scene there the moment where uh goofy reheats the the soup mm-hmm. with the with the cigarette lighter every time i saw that as a kid i was like can i go do that we have a cigarette lighter in our car yeah i could just go hold it up to a can maybe that'll work and i'll probably get in trouble and of course the hot tub jacuzzi scene is mm-hmm. just this weird intense dramatic moment that you're just totally not used to having in kids movies that is oh, yeah. followed up not long after another intense moment where like goofy's putting his like son's like honesty to a test like on the yeah. road and like it's like you don't get i feel like a lot of those super emotional beats now that are like kind of outside of pixar movies mm-hmm. so yeah go watch a goofy movie it's great and also i feel like you don't get a lot of opportunities to see those kind of classic disney characters and kind of that that's very high quality 2d animation well, right and and, and goofy, goofy never really got his own other than i think there was a sequel the extremely goofy movie which no one talks mm-hmm. about after this but like he never really got his own stuff right he always had his shorts he was always kind of a doofus uh he always had that um that, that scream he does when he's going off into the distance right yeah, something like that yeah exactly so like he, he uh, i always remember the ones where they were like trying to teach him how to ski a little bit like the oh the, yeah ski instructional videos um, so he never really had it, you know, to, to find out he has like a son who's like, it, it puts everybody in a different light. Uh, even, even, mm-hmm. um, Pete, the, the villainous person from the original Mickey Mouse cartoon, right? Steamboat Willie, uh, is in here with his son. Uh, is it Pete Jr. or little Pete or something like that? I think it's, uh, I think it's PJ maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, is like Pete PJ Jr. for Pete Jr. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, it, it's, I agree. It's, it, this is something that the whole family can enjoy. Uh, and it still has, uh, it's not just literally quote unquote goofy the entire time. Much like the weird, the Al Yankovic story is goofy the whole time. This is this has some some pretty good scenes in it. So, hundred yes. percent agree with that. Yeah, and then just real quick um, a recommendation. I finally played Stray, which was from Annapurna now, Interactive, that uh, has um, a film studio. If you didn't know, <laughs> did did you have to take your Benadryl before you played this? I know you're highly <laughs> allergic to cats. Oh uh, yeah. Whenever I, it's funny when you hit the circle button, the cat meows, but the meow comes out of your the controller's control, yeah. sp- uh, microphone. So you know, I did that too many times, and then dander started to shoot out of it, started sneezing. Mm-hmm. It was untenable. That, four, but that 40 the, game. <laughs> yeah. But depending on if you have like a, some sort of PlayStation subscription on some level, you can get the game just kind of, you know, quote unquote for free or stream it. Uh, I think it's a $40 price tag and it, I beat it in about five hours. So it's just a fun, like little narrative game and it's just fun being a cat they strike this really cool balance where you are very much a cat in every sense of the words where you can't really do anything a cat couldn't do physically right but you have the intelligence of a human that's controlling the cat so it's that fun balance where you still feel immersed but you know you're not really Mm -hmm. breaking any sort of like you know laws of physics of a cat like opening like a door with its like you know 10 pound weight (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's it's not an anthropomorphized cat. Like, yeah, it's, yes. it's built with that in mind. And yeah. it, it's funny because um, as a cat household, our cats love to watch this game. They love, they're enthralled with the cat on the screen and the sounds coming out of it. Like, they oh, really yeah. nailed it's, that the naturalness. Yeah, to it. I played it with my wife in the room and, like, 
she, when she wasn't really keying into what I was doing, she would legitimately think there was a cat in the room mm. a couple of times. She started and sneezing then, and, and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the best little bits that you find out early in the game is they program a lot of features that just do nothing to progress the game. It's just more like, Oh, if your cat kind of walked past a post, mm-hmm. uh, you can hit a button and it can scratch the posts and, or yeah. like scratch, like make like biscuits into like a rug or something like yeah, there's no reason it needed to be in the game, but it's just fun. So yeah, yeah go play, go play Stray. I don't know if it's yeah. if it's on multiple consoles or if it's just on I think PlayStation. It, I don't know where it is. I think it was a PS. No, it's both. It's four and five. PS4 and five. Gotcha. Um, well, I don't know if you can play it on Steam or anything like. It that. It says Microsoft but. Windows, so it looks oh, like it might right. have a PC version. Um, all right, go get it. Go play Stray. I would yeah. love they they leave it open ended for sure for a sequel. I'd love to see a sequel where maybe you kind of get to bounce back and forth between like maybe like a cat and a dog or uh-huh. something like that. That would and, be that would be awesome. And 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 uh, to correct Mike, it is thirty dollars. It's not forty dollars hmm. on the PlayStation Store. So perfect. Well, it's even cheaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great. For, we're gonna talk about some video games later, but uh, yeah, that's a that's a good calming video game compared to what we're going to be talking about <laughs> so um let's jump into the news here mike again as we said at the top of the show black panther wakanda forever is out in theaters this week we talked uh i've got an eight o'clock i believe a, no a seven o'clock on thursday showing you've got about the same thing right seven o'clock uh-huh. uh pacific on thursday so you know this is gonna be huge there will be spoilers there will be news things all week long with this so you know block those keywords mike you've already been doing that mm-hmm. um I do know there's still only, as far as I know, one post-credit scene. Uh, if, if that changes, we'll make a post on our social channels. But I believe you know this phase is ending with one post-credit scene, uh, mid-credit scene, not even at the end of the movie. So mm-hmm. um, that's uh, you know for 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 diehard fans, that's hard to 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 take as news sometimes. But you know if it's uh, helps the story and is creative enough, that's fine, totally fine uh, with us. I'm I'm excited. Like we talked about, this is a huge deal. You know. Um, handling the loss of um, Chadwick Boseman, uh, also moving the MCU forward with a move like like I think you mentioned before, a movie with stakes, right? There's actual like we don't know who would could make it out of this movie alive, really. At the end of the day, um, yeah. I need so, to yeah. yeah, I need to check I need to check in and see if people are still like doing the thing where we're wearing white to the theater, you know, that we kind of mourn uh to oh. mourn the loss of Chadwick. So I don't know if that's still a tr- if that's still a This is for, this is the first I've heard it. So. Oh yeah, I guess cuz it's um I believe it's uh, obviously there's a lot of uh, white uh clothing featured in some of the scenes in the trailer. Uh, but I think it's like a if I remember right, it's like a traditional African cultural thing to do to wear white i think to a funeral i could be totally wrong so don't take my word for it i'm just going off of kind of what i remember people saying uh-huh, yeah. when i saw it a few weeks ago but yeah i need to check in on that and see if that's still a thing that's happening yeah i've not heard that yet but i totally understand that um i, I again i think it's uh if this will be the next there's there's two big movies left this year right this one and, and avatar the way of water so mm-hmm. i think this is gonna be a huge movie um get your tickets if you can i know um I just think this is going to be awesome. I have high hopes. Again, we talked about how Thor Love and Thunder was kind of pushed under two hours, right? To to make more ticket sales, to put more butts in seats faster. But they let this one sit like two hours and 40 minutes. So I think there's a lot in here that we're going to be, be sitting through. A lot of emotions, emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. But I'm very excited. So yeah, keep your keep your uh, keep your eyes and ears low if you don't want to hear anything um, before before Thursday or Friday or even Saturday or Sunday if you can't make it uh, that early. So we'll uh, be back next week with our review episode of that. Uh, Captain America: New World Order uh, is the 
they announced this at was it D23, right? Um, or no, it was San Diego Comic Con earlier this year. Uh, but we do know that we will see this now that we will see Sam Wilson, the new Captain America, against Harrison Ford's Thunderbolt General Ross. Um, kind of seeing them butting heads in this movie, which I didn't expect knowing that the leader, uh, played by Tim Blake Nelson, was coming back into this movie. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we've been uh, we've been bouncing around the rumors of Harrison Ford being cast uh, in the role. Um, but now this seems to be kind of confirming there is going to be a larger role for this character, right? Because mm-hmm. theoretically, I mean, if uh, Thunderbolt Ross, if you need kind of like a political governmental figure in the movie, you know, you could kind of just make that up out of thin air. You can kind of yeah. invent that character if you need to, or pull another character from yep. the comic book. So I wonder if this is just heavily implying, right, that we're going to get uh, Red Hulk, right? Yeah. Well, um, so... So the, the movie right after this is called Thunderbolts, and really it's called Thunderbolts because of Thunderbolt Ross. So like I'm seeing like are they are these two gonna connect a lot closer than we anticipate right out the mm-hmm. gate kind of thing? Because you know, again, everyone's red. Everybody wants red. They've wanted Red Hulk since Hulk One came out, right? Uh, kind of mm-hmm. through and through. But like to me, you know, kind of looking at, and this is this is my line here. So like captain america the movie and the hulk movie has always been about like you're following orders versus you know what is your responsibility to the country and really the last time we saw ross and captain america they were at each other's kind of throats right um he was like arrest these people in infinity war mm-hmm. uh so like is this you know now that we know the sokovia courts have been shelved due to you know when we watch she hulk and and the uh, general ross can't do anything about it is this going to be like his like well since we can't you know follow the rules or we can't do the rules my way i'm gonna i'm gonna bring back this hulking kind of thing and using the leaders as technology or learnings i don't know but yeah i think uh i think it's going to be striking seeing not only like a, a big red hulk on the screen but it's been a while since we've kind of had a sat like i guess savage might be more of an identifiable term in terms of hulks right but you know some savagery on screen right you know it was cool seeing abomination and she hulk but abomination was a a, a subdued character wasn't destroying anything i want to see like a big veined roided out monster mm-hmm. on screen just destroying everything i think that would be so much fun and it's been a while since we've seen that and i didn't really notice it until i think i saw some people putting together like some side by sides of how the hulk has evolved through the mcu and as the hulk has gotten like smarter um his size has diminished as well i don't know if that's been intentional um but yeah he's actually like physically shrank on screen as well um so yeah i want to see something big yeah. and monstrous destroy oh yeah <laughs> and i think the other thing is he's going to be here like you know how do um you know how does this captain america and whoever else is in this movie take down a hulk right because i don't think it's going to be hulk versus hulk in this at the end of the day so yes i want a very big rampaging hulk but i don't want to see it just like in harlem i like right i want to see some really mm-hmm. cool set pieces that we didn't really get to see in the first hulk movie um, mm-hmm. with that. And I, I think, you know, I, I agree. There's, there's a lot of opportunity here, um, to, to, I, I guess like play with, you know, some of that newer stuff, you know, um, I, do you think Mark Ruffalo could make a cameo appearance in this? Do you want him to like, I don't want it to become a Hulk movie. Obviously it's Captain America at the end of the day. Um, but you know, they can't really do their own Hulk movie without universal getting in the yeah, way. Yeah, I guess it, I guess it's hard to uh, hard to tell, right? Because we're waiting to find out, you know, 
how does the Hulk fit in or Hulks in general fit in, especially after the end of She-Hulk because mm-hmm. Bruce Banner went off on a, on a little adventure and where does that fit into the timeline? So yeah, we'll have to wait and feel that one out. Yeah, 100%. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for Thunderbolts. I think they, even though we know the cast, there's still like a lot of vagueness about what these stories are doing and how they're wrapping up Phase 5 at the end of the day. But, um, cool. I, I think I think um, getting Harrison Ford in there, that's a huge grab. That's a huge grab. So, nice. The Agatha Coven of Chaos, it's not House of Harkness, we, we gotta, we gotta, we're gonna get this right eventually, um, has ca- is casting a lot of people, a lot of people I don't know, but I think the biggest casting announcement this week is um, actress Aubrey Plaza as a villainous role for this series. So it sounds, tell me what you think here, that they're going to try to redeem this Agatha Harkness character uh, in this show, pretty much, yeah, because of the yeah. fan, everyone loved her in, in that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't think about it until uh, just now, but Agatha, I mean, is that the first kind of like self-titled MCU property that is strictly from the point of view of like a villain? Uh, I Lo- can't think Lo- of any. Lo- Loki kind of, because yeah, they steal yeah, it. Okay. They steal him from Avengers, but like he did have other stuff that redeemed him before that, right? Like, so yeah, it's. Yeah, I guess that's true. And like Loki always obviously leaned evil, but he he had his moments throughout time. We've we've only had a little bit of Agatha so far, and she's been bad the whole time. But I guess she has her origins, her villain origins, right? Like I went back yeah. and I was looking through kind of the, her origin scene. Uh, they showed her when she was uh, a younger witch in um, Wandavision, and you know I guess she was picked on by the other witches, so that could be her evil origin story her, but, um, her origin story kind of reminded me a little bit of um uh, uh what's that movie oh, i just lost it with the three sisters that just had hocus the, pocus oh, yeah because hocus pocus because I, I we watched that for halloween i'm like this kind of looks a little bit like hocus pocus but yeah, yeah it's just like when you're in the flashback scenes of that movie like oh and the next forest over is agatha getting tortured yeah yeah you know, yeah all this witch activities happening <laughs> exactly but yeah i dare say yeah 100 like i think yeah like we have a little bit of a background but like who is Aubrey another witch, right? Is it another witch from another, like, I guess, coven who, who's like, look, you went down this dark hold road. And that's stupid. Why didn't you stay with us and get better dark magic? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Aub- Aubrey Plaza's career has been like really interesting to me because obviously the most iconic thing everybody knows her from is Parks and Rec. And she played a very specific type of character on Parks and Rec, which kind of is a little unfortunate because it's not too far from the person that she is. I mean, obviously it's a character, but she seems to be kind of like a relatively like, um, what word am I looking for here? She, she kind of plays everything straight, if you will. Uh, so she's not like super like goofy and wacky, Mm -hmm. uh, but she is weird. So, but a lot of the roles I feel like they have been trying to typecast her. So I've, I've seen like after Parks and Rec over the years, she's like specifically been choosing roles maybe to get her out of that. Uh, right now she's in the second season of the white Lotus, which was a very, very, uh, critically praised show. And that season two just started and she's in it. So yeah, she's Mm -hmm. getting, um, she's kind of getting back out there, if you will, and putting her name on bigger things. So this is good for her. And and as you'll see in our notes here, um, she was in the, the Marvel series legion that was on fx mm-hmm. as um uh lenny something it, it was his friend but you come to find out she's evil and she played a really creepy role in that show like that that is not something like 
you know, she's weird and then creepy because I think she's also dead for some of it as well. Like, which is makes it even more of a mind fuck. But like, uh, Legion is fantastic with her in it. So I, I agree. I think she's trying to become what she was also, but like, she's not afraid to take those funny roles. Like, wasn't she in Bad Grandpa? Um, with um, yeah. not bad grandpa or whatever it was, um, with um, Robert De Niro as well. So she's also like I, I totally forgot about this movie. She basically played a, a stalker in this movie called Ingrid Goes West, which was actually really good. And the person she's stalking in that movie is Elizabeth Olsen, and Wyatt Russell is also in that movie as well. Um, oh, and also Palm Clem Clem Clementine. Clementine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in the film too. Yeah, so. Yeah, there's a lot of so I feel like the chemistry for her in the MCU might be really strong as well to bring her in. So, um, yeah, yeah, this well, is good for her. This yeah, is great. Hope she gets paid. Yeah, I, I think I think I'm sure she will. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure she's got an outstanding rep who's going to mm. um, pull her into that. But I, I think you know, again, a lot of people in Legion. Um, the the main actress in Prey was one of the main actresses in Legion, right? Um, so like. I feel like that show kind of went under everyone's radar, but like you shouldn't, if you get a chance to go back and watch it, you shouldn't sleep on it. I think they got some good stuff, but um, yeah, they're casting a bunch of other people. So I kind of feel like this is going to start filming sooner rather than later. Like, I feel like we're probably on the cusp of like a month or two and they're going to start putting this down in, in Atlanta um, would be my guess because you know, blade isn't filming right now. So they probably got some open studio space um mm-hmm. for that so yeah i think i think we'll be getting this next year now the question is with this and the vision spin-off, the two spinoffs from one show um do you think we'll get any flashbacks or or any appearance of elizabeth olsen in this oh i mean that's a good question yeah because because I, mean... <laughs> I mean that was the last time we saw her she was under the spell of elizabeth olsen so we'll see if that still holds if she died at the end mm-hmm. of uh, that so yeah we'll keep you guys posted as more of this comes out it sounds pretty pretty fun Wonder Man, the uh, the show um, we talked about a little bit. Uh, they've cast, or they're—I'm pretty sure they've confirmed through Deadline or THR—that uh, um, uh, the actor I can't think of from Yahya Abdul Mateen II. I can't say his name. I'm gonna—I need to go watch a YouTube video and say his name. Has been cast as as, as Wonder Manners in final talks, but they are looking to um, have a special role for actor Bob Odenkirk, who is best known lately for better his better call Saul show right Saul and Goodman and well uh, if I remember but, right uh Wonder Man is kind of like that Hollywood character yes. right for the MCU so man I Bob Odenkirk to me reads perfectly well as like Hollywood agent or producer at least from my point of view so I would I would just peg him in a role like that for sure for a show oh absolutely and I think you know he he was in what Mr. Show show in the late 90s uh early 2000s mm-hmm. with um Dave, I can't think of his name. He's in Roosevelt. I'm bad. It's one of those days I'm bad with names. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I know you're. I know you're talking. About yeah, him. everybody does. Uh, and uh, you know, he's been in some other comedy stuff. Uh, he was in Seinfeld in the '90s as well as one of Elaine's boyfriends. Uh, so he's really got a lot of acting chops from comedy to to seriousness. But a whole, I could whole hundred percent see him in his suit entirely, like being like a very um, funny, like or like funny sleazy kind of. Uh, I guess person running the the management of this um i also forgot until just now he was in that in that nobody uh movie right where he was the essentially he beat everybody up on the bus because they were messing with him and they come to find out he's like a retired 
CIA person. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that movie like dropped, I think, in the pandemic, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of search that one. Older, older men love to to see movies like that, right? Like <laughs> like Taken. It's like in the Taken vein, or yeah, or it's kind of like John Wick. It's kind of like revenge porn, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I could totally do that. I'm 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 like sixty, but I could totally do that right now. Um, but it's funny. Um, but yeah, anyway, I think I think this is great. I think Bob Odenkirk in the MCU would be fantastic, even if it's a one shot or a or a series. So um, we'll keep you guys up to date if we hear that. Uh, speaking of casting in the MCU, uh, what if season two? Right, this is something that we know is coming. I really thought it would drop by now, but um, they're they're taking their time. But Kate Blanchett will return as Hella um, for season two. Ooh, I would imagine. I mean, if you just kind of have to throw a guess out there like oh what if hella maybe wasn't excommunicated you know early mm-hmm. on in her life so that would be That's my true. guess or what if asgard wasn't destroyed or what if well, Surtur, or what if she beat Surtur uh, or whatever i did see um it, it was like a pencil drawing i think of maybe concept of, of season one or possibly season two was Surtur like just like on earth kind of thing so it oh, could, okay. could see something with that um would would love to to take a look at it. Um, you know, I think she. Um, we always love you know when they get these original voice actors back. So I think this is a, a cool grab uh, for her. I, I I think she was she had fun in that role, even though it was kind of underutilized. Everyone loves Ragnarok, but I think she'll be. I think she'll be fine for that. Um, let's see, see here. What else we got, Mike? Uh, oh, Iron Man video games. Uh, we, we're going to get into the video game section on the show because we talked about video games at the top. Uh, Marvel has signed a three video game deal with EA um, to to make three story driven video games based on Marvel properties. With the first one being Iron Man. Um, the other two, I guess, the full three deal was announced this week. Um, they uh, this deal apparently came around because of the success of the Jedi Fallen Order game, like the single player mm-hmm. story driven game, not. Not the other Star Wars multiplayer Battlefront 2 game that everyone was very upset about. So uh, I think this is fantastic news. I think some some story-driven individuals, single-player games based on those characters is a great way to go. And, you know, I think also um, trying to replicate the success of the Marvel, or not Marvel, the Spider-Man games for, for PlayStation would be, yeah, be good. Yeah, that would be, that would be great. I would love if we could get some... Um... So maybe some possible crossover too, mm-hmm. since it's you know the video game world, and maybe they don't have to worry so much about rights. Because even though the Spider-Man games are absolutely flawless and amazing, I do sometimes feel myself wanting, like, wouldn't it be so cool if like there was a mission like with Captain America or something mm-hmm. like that? You know, just anything like that would be so so cool. So maybe 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 one day, maybe we're just not quite there well, yet. You know, yeah. And I, I think the games are great, but, like, you feel like you're the only person in that, like, New York, right? But, like, you're, like, there's the Avengers Tower. Like, no, there's more superheroes in this world, and we all know it. Mm-hmm. So, like, why are we the only ones running up and down New York's um, island, really? Um, like, maybe, even if it's not Captain America, maybe it's Luke Cage. Maybe it's Iron Fist, right? Like, heroes for higher sections of the game where they mm-hmm. give you missions and you work with them or... Um, you know, a, a Punisher be pretty cool, right? Um, yeah. Go to a shooter version of the, of the game for a little bit. Uh, and, and obviously the big one, Daredevil, he kind of moves and traverses a lot like Spider-Man throughout the, the city. So I, I agree. I think there's opportunity for those. I, I think, you know, Iron Man's, you know, okay. Um, they did the Iron Man VR games coming out for Oculus this month as well. But, you know, I, who, 
I guess my question, if there's two other characters, who, who do you put in here? Like, I guess, like, I don't want to Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor games. Those aren't really reaching out to me, right? Yeah, and uh, we kind of already have that uh, that Captain America, the, like, the, Black Panther-esque game in development yep. from, I don't remember what the other, what that studio was. Yeah, it's a, um, the chick who did um, uh, the uh, Uncharted games, but yes. Yeah, and then we also have a Guardians of the Galaxy game that's already out there. So, uh, yeah, I guess just take your pick of what are el- whoever else is uh, left. Mm. You know, who knows? Maybe it could even be like a Moon Knight game. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think there's opportunity for another Hulk game. Um, Ultimate Destruction was really fun. I can imagine like being able to like destroy a lot of stuff. Um, it, I w- yeah, I would imagine if it's EA, as big of a studio that they are, they are going to be using like a double A tier character for yeah. sure when whatever it is. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I, I think um, I, I'd even go so far as say triple A, Mike. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I guess that's not enough A's for video games. Yeah, no. It, um, but um, yeah, I think there there's opportunity to um, yeah, just just pick a huge character, but also at the same like. I know uh, what's that? The Suicide Squad game coming out, right? A single player, mm-hmm. it's not multiplayer, but like maybe it's a team of characters. Um, oh yeah, could be. Uh, like maybe it's a goofy ass West Coast Avengers or the Great mm-hmm. Lakes Avengers. Somebody, somebody, somebody uh, like Squirrel Girls on your team, kind of thing, and they're using mm-hmm. stuff like that. So um, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you guys posted. But I think this is good news, you know, to get those single player games out of the way. Did you ever finish Jedi Fallen Order? Yet. I didn't. I did not. Okay. Still, I highly recommend it. I think uh, also with the the new consoles, Mike, it's, it's PS5 enhanced, so you'd be able mm-hmm. to get some good stuff out of it. Um, and another game that's coming out this week, uh, God of War Ragnarok. Now, there are characters from this you may know: Thor, uh, Odin. Uh, you know, people in Norse mythology you've heard from the Marvel stuff. These are not the same characters. These are very different. But um, the God of War games, um, they've been going on for years, right? PS2, I think, had the first God of War and PS3. Um, I, I picked up my first God of War in 2018 on the PS4. Uh, absolutely loved it. Very story-driven, very action-packed. This one is the sequel and the finishing of the Norse mythology, so they're only doing two instead of three. Uh, and it is finally coming out this week. Now, here's the fun fact for people who, who may not have been able to luck into a new console yet. This is a PS4 game first and foremost, and they have taken a bunch of enhancements to make it look good and run at 4K um, and, and play fantastic on the PS5. So if you're worried you need a new console to get the most out of this, you don't. It was built for PlayStation 4, and I think that's fantastic. Um, they've really gone kind of dark on this sequel because the people were like harassing the developers for like, hey, when's it coming out? You know, you're going to delay it, so on and so forth. The, the, the guy ran into was like, no, we're just not going to tell you anything now until it comes out. <laughs> um, but there was a new commercial this week that came out. It had Ben Stiller dressed up as a, a Kratos uh, for <laughs> okay. it. Uh, it. It was like it was like um, dad, like yeah, I guess video game dads or dads with uh, kids who have histories or something like that. It's it pretty funny. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for this game to, to, to finally hit and have, a, again, another single-player story-focused game uh, with, with all these characters along the way. They say it takes about 40 hours to complete the story, and that's not even 100%ing the game. So, Wow. Uh, if you're looking for a time suck, this is it. Did you did you end up playing the first one yet or not? I, I always ask. Uh, you. I think it's always no, now. I haven't, but I have a PlayStation Plus premium or whatever so i wouldn't be surprised yeah. if maybe that first I, one's on there i think it's actually included with the regular playstation plus if you have a ps5 it's like one of the backwards mm-hmm. catalog ones so um highly recommend it, it it's 
it's really really fun so very very excited to go into this um and learn more about it there's another game coming out this month that's that's, that's pokemon and that's a whole different story we'll bring that up here um let's get into star wars a little bit we got a little bit of star wars here and it's not it's not andor mike uh, damn i know i know uh, apparently they're starting to get ready to film Andor season two, so you know get, you're, you're gonna be you're gonna be fine. But the rumored season three trailer for The Mandalorian is gonna drop on Christmas Day. That's a rumor. Um, All right. They they say they're they're gearing up for it. That'll give Andor some time to breathe. Um, and then the rumor is also that's dropping February twenty second. We know it's February. We didn't have a day, but they're they're rumoring February twenty second, um, which would be the last. Is that Thursday? Or Wednesday of the month, um, whatever day they're doing that on. So, All the uh, Star Wars dads are going to be like rushing their children to open up their presents. Come on, we got to watch the new trailer. Yeah. I don't care about these precious memories. Yeah. I need to see they're my not, baby Grogu. They're not even going to be rushing it. They're probably just going to be watching it on their phone. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you filming this? Yeah, yeah. And they're just watching the Mandalorian trailer. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, like that. So I yeah, I'm I'm excited to dive back into Mandalorian um, as well. Um, see the season three. Uh, with that, I'm 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 pretty stoked um, to get back into that. I, they got a big story to tell, right? Did you did you catch Tales of the Jedi yet? No, uh, I I've seen the first the very first episode with uh, Baby Ahsoka. Okay, okay, yeah. Do you see how it's very atmospheric? Like, there's not a lot of tell. It's like a lot of show uh, in, mm-hmm. in a lot of stuff. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, the 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 Dooku ones are are the, are pretty good as well. So, but um yeah, we're I feel like we're in a good spot for Star Wars for the first time in a long time with everything kind of firing on all cylinders, right? Um mm-hmm. you know, we got Mandalorian coming, we got that, we got you know, Dave Filoni back at the helm. Uh other than other than Andor, that is Tony Gilroy. Full credit to him. So, um yeah, hopefully this comes true. If not, if we get it sooner even better. I think I think it'd be fun to to see some of that. In DC World, we talked about this at the top of the show. Star Girl uh, is ending with season three. I don't know anyone who watched a single episode of this show. If I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest, uh, and, and it's not that's not saying the quality of it was bad. We're just not the target audience for Star Girl, um, even though it had uh, the other Owen brother, Luke, or other Wilson mm-hmm. brother. Owen, it was Owen Wilson and Loki. Luke Wilson was in this at the same time, um, and I believe uh, what's the um, the comedian guy who was in the Community, the, the main guy. Um, uh, oh, Joel McHale. Joel McHale is in this as well. Yeah, it's the original, uh, I guess, Starman or whatever. So uh, this show will end with season three. I believe it's still CW. Uh, but however, uh, in a turn of events that we just didn't know until today, that the team was officially notified ahead of schedule. Uh, so they were able to write an official ending to the show um, mm. and, and film it. So it's not like we filmed it all and it was canceled. A lot like that show Westworld. Uh, where they were like, we're going to do one more season. JK, we're not doing one more season. Um, they, they knew this was going to finish up. Yeah, just uh, unfortunately is a show that just came in at the end of the kind of CW superhero uh, hype train, right? Uh, I'm sure it has nothing to do, like we said, with the quality of the show or the audience. It mm-hmm. was just uh, CW burned, burned through it already. They they, yeah. they went through every conceivable storyline that any superhero could approach because they made so many episodes. Yeah. I, and it's an, it's an achievement to be like really applauded, right? To put yeah. that much content, superhero DC content on mm-hmm. TV. Like they haven't even, we haven't even a- achieved that in animation. The only other thing that can kind of like rival that is, you know, uh, 
on its own Smallville just because it ran so long and then beyond that like comic books right mm-hmm. so uh, good for them for getting that long The Simpsons yeah, you know, The Simpsons did it <laughs> well yeah. superhero related yeah. but well, if Stargirl yeah. Star was a show that maybe could have hopped on the air four or five years earlier right uh, we probably would have gotten mm-hmm. more of it but and, yeah I, it, everything's getting I think even if Zavlov didn't come in with the well, uh, with the cleaver, right? Uh, we were going to be seeing the the this, CW stuff wrapping up. Well, early. this has nothing to do with 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 Warner Brothers because the CW was purchased by another company, and that's the one who who is ending it. I think at the end of the day, um, but right, it's all change of all change of management. Just well, just cut stuff. Mean, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Zavlov wasn't involved in some way because Stargirl was that one that was like partially also airing on HBO Max. It was kind of mm-hmm. had like dual like uh broadcasting like streaming so um but yep Yep. all all of those things the flash is ending arrow ended a long time ago i'm Mm -hmm. sure superman and lois is not critically running on steam but just you know financially running on steam i'm Mm -hmm. sure well so this this is what i was talking about the start of the show so the um uh, james gunn i was on twitter and really i think you woke up to a lot of save star girl save the um legends of tomorrow released the air cut stuff apparently over mm-hmm. the week because he's now uh, him and um peter saffron are in charge of, of dcu uh as of the november 1st so he had a week of it um and he was like yeah we were really focusing on moving forward with the dcu until an interconnected one big story which is marvel's method right Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think any, he's like, yeah, maybe we could work some in, but I don't see any hope for any of this other stuff in the past happening or moving forward with us kind of thing. So really, I mean, all these, um, I guess, online campaigns to save them or revive these things, I, I think are just going to, even with James Gunn being someone who, who understands fans and community are probably not going to come back to life, no matter how much you beg and ask him on the, uh. <laughs> On, on your social media channels at the end of the day. He did say people were nice about it. He did say that people, like, for these shows were not, you know, mean. I think that was a jab at the Snyder Cut people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that that's nice that the people who like these shows are not the uh, – they may be fans, but they're not fanatics at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So, Star Girl wrapping up. Um, yeah, Super – I think, yeah, Superman and Lois is, like, maybe the only show left after this. Um, except for that – what's that uh, – we talked about that show with the guy who's supposed to be Green Lantern on Arrow, the Diggle show. Um, oh something. yeah, I forgot we talked about that. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see if that even sees the light of day uh, at at this. Um, the Avatar: The Way of Water trailer finally hit the new one. The actual trailer, not the here's a pretty showcase of, of visuals. This actually shows has like dialogue and you know movement in this um, trailer. It was released this week, Mike, and uh, you you. I knew it came out, but you sent it over. I was I was waiting to watch it on like on my my theater screen at the. Um, but um, what what did you what did you take out of this? At, at the it end? was just intense. Yeah, I mean, like they are they are throwing they are throwing everything at us to get us hyped for Avatar again. It's so weird seeing the the different narratives out there in the world. It's it's either James Cameron is a genius and we're all going to go back to the theaters and this is going to make a billion dollars, or it's oh Avatar, who cares anymore? What even is that story? It's just like you know Pocahontas or Fern Gully. Mm-hmm. So uh, the two sides of the coin, and um, 
I did see something interesting that said, uh, I guess James Cameron is prepared to wrap this story up with a third film. If the second movie is not as financially successful as every stakeholder is hoping it is. But at this point in time, man, it's hard to believe it's not going to be successful. I mean, we got a theme park in Disney World. They Mm -hmm. re-released the first movie and it made a a good money for a re-release. So it it seems like they've tested the audience. The audience wants more. And I mean... I feel like I don't have a particular affinity for the Navi or the first movie. Obviously, we've promised the audience we're going to rewatch the first one and do a spoiler cast on it uh, again, just so everyone is kind of back into the Avatar mood. But like, even based on all of that, like um, uh, uh, apathy I have for it, like the trailer was hype. It was exciting. It was mm. emotional. There's it- tons of awesome, cool shots. You kind of forget that part of the avatar movie is kind of like these mechanical mechs that the humans bring over and i'm a big fan of mechs so it's kind of cool seeing some of them show up again so oh yeah i'm I'm excited to jump back in uh, yeah i I think to me um again i think visually it is impressive uh 100 percent you don't think of these as like CGI actors, right? A lot of them, even though a lot of them are the Navi and you know humans Mm -hmm. actors, you don't think of it at all i think it looks absolutely beautiful um, I, I did see some parallels for me, and it's not anyone's fault, between the upcoming uh, Wakan- Black Panther movie with they're literally taking down a boat in the trailer, right? Like, And then they're also fighting on a boat in the water in this one. I'm like, oh, okay. We're, we're getting two water movies this year. I forgot about that. Back to back, the big movie. So um, nothing against it. I, I think, you know, if the, he, they did say the fourth movie was not greenlit yet, but, you know, uh, my concern would be if we saw diminishing returns, Mike, is simply because they've released too many too soon, um, right? We are we are sitting at a 13-year gap between Avatar movies right now. Um, and if we go from 13 years to less than 13 months, I think the audience perception may drop a little bit, right? I, I, this isn't um, – it's not Lord of the Rings. You can't do three three in three years and, and make keep people happy. So, uh, Well, this is, a, this is a Cameron's chance, right, to yeah. – if he was responding to, you know, valid criticism of his first film that the story was a bit derivative, you know, this is his chance to give us a brand new story in this world. You know, really, maybe he's playing 4D chess and we never knew it, right? He was like, I have this big alien world that no one's seen before. I want to mm-hmm. in- introduce everybody to it. How do I do it? Well, let's tell them a familiar story in a totally unfamiliar setting just to kind of prime the ground that hit the ground running so yeah maybe we'll see something new something good yeah i i think there's opportunity to to have something you know we'll be surprised by like you know again um uh i think the i guess the motive of this or not motive the uh the message of this year is us eating crow about things we've been you know making fun of so yeah uh, obviously there's opportunity here for it to be good uh, the Sandman uh, was officially renewed for season two on Netflix. So uh, for those who are waiting, I mean, this has been, it came out when I went to C2E2. I've not even watched this show yet, um, sadly. But, like, they uh, they finally got a season two confirmation from Netflix. I wonder what took them so long. Uh, yeah, I feel like maybe it's one of two reasons. One is since Neil Gaiman still, contr- like, he he's always going on Twitter, right, saying that he's con- he controls a lot of, the rights to the story and the characters and the distribution still. Uh, so even if it didn't get a season two at Netflix, you could go someplace else with it. So maybe there's just more layers of contract there with uh, Gaiman. 
or also uh, what happened between uh, producing this series and when it came out. There was that huge just like uh, tanking of Netflix stock, and now they're like re you know reevaluating how much they spend on everything. Yeah. So maybe they're just like. Yeah, obviously we're gonna make a second season of um, of the show because yeah. it was so successful. But we need to actually really do our due diligence now. We can't just be renewing this stuff, you know, the following like Monday after it drops yeah. on the weekend. So yeah, we have, who knows? Maybe it's maybe it's a little bit of both. Yeah, we. I mean, I think the other thing is with Netflix doing the the password sharing crackdown at the beginning of the year, they're gonna see a lot more people drop off. So if they want people to keep renewing and re-upping, they're going to um, they're going to need to start bringing it like you know keep bringing in good content. So uh, cross fingers, uh, you know that you know I don't think I don't think they're going to do anything bad. I, I honestly think that uh, Neil Gaiman at the helm is going to be doing great. I, I need to need to watch this. Hopefully with this with winter coming, I can uh, I can get some of this TV caught up. Speaking of TV and winter, uh, Last of Us finally got a release date for january 15th 2023 on hbo max mike i know you probably got this in your calendar already ready to go like just (laughs) don't bother me on january 15th yeah Uh, it's just it's just like we've said a million times it's nice to have uh tv out there filling in those uh feature release gaps because no movie worth its salt really comes out in january though i'm sure they're desperately trying to change that we're, we're going to be eating our words uh, next next in two yeah. januaries yeah and also very familiar tv release date because uh traditionally in the past if you had like a 23 22 episode tv show that started in the fall goes on break during the winter then it usually comes back a couple weeks into uh january so yeah, mm. i'm looking forward to starting the year with last yeah. of us and some of it uh i believe correct me if i'm wrong there's um i always associate snow levels of this video game with this so like i i believe there's some shots in the trailer like they're on horses in the snow kind of thing so yeah um, yeah there is a there isn't a an intense um narrative arc that happens in, yeah. in a snowy area yeah in the so video game. so i associate that with cold in january so that's cool with me so yeah uh, january 15th hbo max get your yeah, get your subscriptions ready uh if you can uh for that and lastly, this is a bit of, a bit of news for me because I'm very hyped for this, Mike. And I don't know <laughs> if you even knew this fact or not, but the Muppet Christmas Carol, when it was released in theaters, they cut one whole song sung by Michael Caine. Uh, and the uh, I, I don't know the actress who played his his love character, uh, or I guess his love interest um, when he was a younger man, but um, they cut it from the theatrical trailer, put it at like 90 minutes or so. It's only like four or five minutes long, uh, extra thing. But these uh, has always been on the VHS version that was released, but not on the DVD versions that came later. Um, you can find this scene currently on Disney plus under the extra features section, but they're on December 8th. They're releasing a full version of it being, you know, attached to whole to run the whole movie with this extra song in it, uh, on, on Disney plus. So you can just pick it, go to additions, like how you choose your IMAX versions on your Marvel movies and click play, which is, uh, really fun to know that they've come through and they've, even remastered this to 4K to match the uh, the 4K release that's, that's being put on there. 
So yeah, I did. I did. I did know this actually, but I learned it kind of recently. I think maybe the last time we watched it, and who knows? It was probably even you that even told me about it. Yeah, you can. And I think you before they added it on Disney Plus, you could kind of just go on YouTube and yeah. find it. And and I think I don't know if it's ever been confirmed why it wasn't in the theatrical release, but I think they were just kind of like it's kind of a somber part of the movie. Like it's very mm. like self reflective, kind of depressing moment for um for Scrooge. So, uh, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, prepare, prepare, prepare yourself. Yeah. It's not like you're going to, like you're going to cry. No, anything, not, but, yeah, this, this, but if you, but if you're looking for the full Muppet experience yeah. as, uh, it, cause it's Jim Henson's son, yeah, right? Brian that Henson. Directed yeah. The film. Yeah. yeah. If you want that, the full movie that was the son intended, gotta, yeah, you gotta watch the sappy part. Yeah. The sappy song. Yeah. And, and really it's, it's again, it's a Christmas carol. It's all, the song is about, you know, Scrooge, you know, obsessing over money than rather than, you know, his, his family. I think, I think technically isn't, I think Gonzo and Rizzo are in the song. Like, I mean, I don't think they are play a part of it, but they're probably like in the background or whatever. Yeah, so, they're I mean, they're always watching I, from from the show. Yeah, you got, you you got to be a uh, um, a Gonzo and Rizzo completionist. So mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, watching I mean, just for them. You light the lamp and not the rat. Uh, but um, you know, again, when you're watching Christmas movies, Christmas movies are starting to make the rotation, right? Everyone. Oh so. boy, November first, they came in hot, man. I opened up my Hulu and there was like brand new Christmas rom-com ready to go right in front of you it's like it's, it's just november yeah. i'm still looking at my halloween decorations that i haven't the, taken down yet the pump the, down the pumpkins aren't even in the ground yet kind of pump, pump yeah. your brakes a little bit but exactly uh, but um yeah so so very very excited for that um to come out so when you watch it for christmas this year you can you can do that the other movie that's coming out this week and this totally unrelated to this mike is the aqua teen movie is finally coming out this week i don't know if we've talked about this or not but um Aqua Teen's Plantasm, because the show's been canceled for years, is finally coming back with a movie on Tuesday. So. Oh, yeah, that was part of that early HBO Max kind of hype announcements when that when the streaming service was just starting to air. They're like, oh, we're going to do these iconic Adult Swim kind of like, almost like direct-to-video movies. Yeah, yeah. Even though everything streaming is direct-to-video, so that term doesn't even really hold weight anymore. But yeah, aren't these supposed to be doing Metalocalypse and... Venture Vin- Brothers. There's Metalocalypse, Venture Brothers, Aquatine. There's a fourth one too. Um, Squidbillies, maybe. Nah, I'm just pulling that out of nowhere. I don't think it's Squid- it might be like Harvey Birdman or something even more obscure. I think than Squidbillies, like more of a, one of the original shows that were on there. Um, but I was trying to see. I don't know if it is streaming. Um, yeah, no. This is actually um, straight to video. Um, HBO Max is next year for this. So you were literally you were 100 right saying it was straight to video. <laughs> <laughs> um, for these, uh, and there's this part of, um, I think that, yeah, there was the four, but I, I don't know. I, I watched this a clip from the show or from this movie earlier this week that came out, and um, obviously I had Shake Meatwad and Carl. And when you see like an animated show as Aquatine get the movie treatment and all the extra stuff that goes in, like the extra grass mm-hmm. drawings, they did a <laughs> shot from Meatwad's perspective, look, downward looking up. And I'm like, mm-hmm. we would never get this in the show. So I'm very excited to watch this <laughs> and glad that David Zaslav wasn't able to cancel this before it came out because yeah, hopefully, would... hopefully it was just too far into development, right? Yeah. You know, past the point of return. Yeah. If it was coming out now, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. So, um, yeah, yeah, very, very excited to watch that this week. Um, hopefully, it'll be on streaming sooner than later. 
All right, Mike. Well, that is the episode this week. I'm very, very just. I just can't stop thinking about watching Black Panther next week. So I'm gonna have to go watch the original uh, one this week to kind of catch up for that. But uh, if people don't know what you're doing, what you're up to, where can they find you at? Well, they can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, TikTok, I suppose Twitter. Oh yeah. Uh, m- maybe Mastodon if I can ever figure out how it works. But I usually use the same handle, Mike Royer Design. Yeah. Uh, you can do my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to catch up with you, where can they find you? Yeah, Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, or Valdan eighty-seven. Uh, like Mike said, wherever wherever accounts exist, it's one of those two. Uh, pretty much, but we're here every week. We're we're doing this show even after 400 episodes. We um we we've got a quote unquote job security with all these release dates coming out. With James <laughs> Gunn taking over the DCU, Mike, that might extend it out a little farther even. Uh, before we you know want to want to quit from from the bad quality. But uh, if people know more about the show, where they can get ready to listen to our Black Panther: Wakanda Forever review episode, where can they get all that good information at? All they got to do is head on over to SuperheroSlate.com. That's the best place to find all the avenues we host our show and to get our awesome show notes. So if you want to link to that new Avatar trailer, we got that right there in the show notes. We also have a nice upcoming release calendar on our website. If you're ever getting lost in the release of all of the things that we talk about, head on over there at SuperheroSlate.com. Find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you love to listen to fine podcasts. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, maybe. <laughs> I'm still like trying to future-proof myself of maybe this platform does. We, exist we, are, we are not we are not paying to get verified. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I people have asked me, are you guys going to get? No, we don't care. We don't care enough on Twitter to get verified. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, I, and honestly, the best way to interact with the show is just with me and Chris uh, directly. Yeah. Any sort of like superhero slate, you know, social handle is is kind of basically just there for posterity. So yeah, just yeah. find us connect with us directly uh and you can get merch at superherosite.com slash store we love hearing from our fans we love hearing from you uh super fan jim reached out asking if we were going to be uh reviewing the uh weird owl show at the top of the show and boy did we huge yeah. recommendation if you liked the weird movie uh let us know we love to hear from you uh and let us know maybe what you think of uh black panda wakanda forever spoiler yeah. free maybe wait until like into the weekend right yeah send it on over let us know what you thought of it um and if you want to be a super fan of the show all you got to do is share the show with a friend share the show with a buddy we'll be here every week folks that's right we'll catch you guys next week bye thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe